Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 45 of Jimmy's Diner. I have with me Lexus and Evan of Solita Soap. Um, I wanted to start off this podcast. I usually do the goofy shit and and just try to have fun and it's all over the place. You guys know how it is, but um, there was a situation in Providence with another case of excessive force involving police um, with a young man um, the cops if you guys saw the video i don't i don't really like to i don't like to look at the videos too much i feel like people people spend spend a lot of time sharing the video and and resharing the video and and that people don't realize that that's very uh traumatic and it creates more anxiety for people. I'm 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 a big mental health nut on this podcast, and um, people spend a lot of time resharing videos and and pressuring people to repost videos, and don't realize how much damage that inflicts on somebody mentally. Um, but Jamal Gonzalez, um, somewhere in Providence, I didn't like I said I I barely watched the video, so I really wouldn't wouldn't know where and I feel like people who know exactly where it kind of weirdos at the end of the day because it's just it's something that we shouldn't have implanted in our memory at the end of the day this man this young man was on a moped. a moped and um he was struck by a cop what, what made it even more disturbing is that I barely watched this video as well um someone who was high ranked in in uh in the in the Providence Police Department said that this young man struck the building and um, there was a protest actually tonight um, and more power to you if if you can protest me personally I can't um, it's not all about protesting to me like I said on the last podcast about what's going on in Armenia if you can donate if you can even spread awareness even if you don't watch the video, I mean, watch the video for yourself to do your own research on things. But if you can spread awareness, if you can donate to something, then cool. That's that's enough. But I think if you're a human being and if you're pressuring people to protest or if you're shitting on people because they're not protesting, then you're a shit person because not everyone mentally can protest. Not everyone can mentally be specifically at a place that reminds them of what happened. Same thing in the case of uh, Jamal Gonzalez. So um, this intro is definitely um, dedicated to Jamal and his family. And there's going to be a, uh, in the, in the link in bio, in the, in, in my personal bio in the podcast bio, there's going to be a link to donate to his recovery and to his family and, and just, to cover anything right now. Um, Jamal is in, in a coma and I definitely wish him the best. I know we wish him the best here on the podcast. So if you guys have anything to add to that, feel free. But, um, me personally, I, I I don't think it's all about protesting. Uh, Shout out to everybody who was protesting tonight in Providence, but I think we also have to shed light on the fact that not everyone can protest and there's other ways to, pay tribute and to spread awareness to situations like this, um, especially in, in a, in a crazy year like 2020. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree uh, with Jimmy. Um, you know, the protests, uh, it's, it's cool. And, you know, 
Uh, we just hope it's not for just for the moment, you know? Exactly. Um, but first and foremost, I hope Jamal recovers fast. And, um, you know, I just hope that, like, you know, him and everybody around him is in good spirits, you know? <clears throat> but um, as far as the protests, you know, like I said, you know, I hope it's just not just for the moment. Um, hopefully we can, you know, affect, you know, be affected by this and, you know, kind of flourish another form of protest, you know, mentally, spiritually, financially, you know, and physically, you know, with our, within our own people in our own community. Um, so that's that's where I stand on this. It's the same on this end. It's the same on this end. Word. I, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, this is never been more true. This podcast is brought to you by Solita Soap. My name is Jimmy. know i like to get the serious shit out of the way first because i'm a sap ladies and gentlemen episode 45 featuring finally lexus and evan of solita soap yeah. <laughs> you know I had, to, I had to get that out you had to yeah you had to it was it was deep inside of him he, he was ready for it yeah, genuine Evan, off the heels of a one-year anniversary party, how are you guys doing? Ah, it's amazing. It's so beautiful to be here. This is such a Lexus answer. (laughs) This is such a Lexus answer. You could say it's hot. Like, you could say something negative about this. I can tell you right now, like... I'm hot. Yeah, you're wearing like a whole jumpsuit. Your oh, hand. oh, oh, yeah. oh! So you're now you're talking about what I, <laughs> what what I'm wearing? Yeah, it's honest. hot. I'm just trying to be comfortable. <laughs> I know you're very positive. We know, like it's all over everything. Yeah. Listen, resident. let me tell you right now. The only reason I'm hot is because they were giving me liquor. And Ooh, who's they? Huh? Who's they? You. I didn't pressure you. you who? With who, that. who yeah, but who yeah, paid yeah, for yeah, it? Who paid shout. for it? You did. I did. Jimmy. And one shot. Everybody took taking shots. You expect me not to take shots? You're right. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, about what I'm wearing or if I'm hot, because I can easily take my sweater off. I'm good. I'm good. Coochie. I feel amazing a year later with Solita, because you have to understand, I chose to do to pay for the website for for the whole year. Because I told myself I could do monthly, and then if I don't see any type of progress, I could just stop it. But I'm like, nah, forget that. I'm going to commit to one year, and, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm just going to try. So to be here and renewing the whole uh, subscription to another year on the the website host, I'm super happy. That's dope. Super happy, and to not when I first did it when I first started this, it was just me. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I have a partner, and we also have teams of people. Yeah. So it's beautiful. And, and not just a year. That's it's dope. beautiful. Evan, how you feeling, bro? <clears throat> Listen, I feel relief, you know. A year uh, went, went on, and we got a lot done. And as long as Lexus is happy, I'm happy, you know. That's a real that's, nigga that's, that's, that's my, that's my that's job. That's a real nigga I got to keep right it happy. But um, as far as the business side, you know, this the hustle never ends, you know. So it was always on to the next chapter. You that's know? a real nigga answer, and then that's a New York nigga answer. <laughs> the hustle never ends. The hustle never ends. I got to hit you, know? you with the. <laughs> I'm the real one. That's dope. You guys are both real. It's not <laughs> a competition. <laughs> no, 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 no. So pre-podcast, I was like, yo, Alexis, I've known you for like a decade, but Evan low-key put you onto the thrift life. No! Low-key. No! He's like the... Listen, listen, no, 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 no. Let me... It's my time to talk right now. Oh. Listen. I've always... This is a healthy relationship. I've always that thrift life. I remember being in middle school, right? Mm-hmm. And I was wearing these like uh, gray Converse's, and someone came up to me and said, "Would you get them Converse for savers?" And I was like, "Nah, I didn't get these savers for my whole outfit." But I didn't know that they was roasting me. Yo, to both of y'all, isn't it so funny that like in middle school or even high school, like it was cool, it was quote unquote cool to like roast somebody for for thrifting or for going to yeah. savers or whatever, and and then now it's like. It's cool to go to Savers. Exactly. Yeah. And and I went through the whole thing and like legit all of my clothes, all of my styles, yep. I found in Savers, yeah. Goodwill, uh, Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. So like I've been into these um, event, um, these stores. I wasn't going to the mall because everybody gets everything at the mall. Yep. I was always there. So he didn't put me on anything. On sweats? Yes. <laughs> sweats, yes, because you will never catch me in sweats. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I introduced it to the cozy life, you know. That's all. Okay. So, but that's as far as thrift, you know, when, when she comes to New York, she's in my home. So that thrift game is different. I, it's a little different. It's a little more proper. Yeah, more expensive. Okay. It depends on where you go. But, um, nah, but that's I mean, that Solita money, though, right? Yeah. Exactly. Nah. So the kind of. Nah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because the best startup entrepreneurs don't spend the money they make. They put it back into the business. And, I and, don't get no money. And you, you, can't, you can't buy style, so. You, see, you can't, you buy, can't style. buy style. And you can't buy style. So, that's, I mean, that's so true. But so, like, Solita's money goes, goes elsewhere. Solita's yeah. money goes to Solita. It goes into the community. And, and, and the community. And the community. So I'm going to start in order. Lexus, people who know you know the story already, but for new listeners across the world, across the nation, whatever, I have a few listeners here and there. Tell us your story. Okay. I get the basic questions out of the way because we all know this podcast goes elsewhere. So I had a whole motivational speaker event. That lasts like two or three hours. So I'm trying to, try to give you it, yeah. a couple, of course. A summary. Yeah. So I'm going to do like a small summary. So May 20th, 2018, I had a ruptured brain aneurysm out of nowhere. No symptoms beforehand. Um, and I was doing good. 
I was so comfortable with money. I was never going to change my job. I was good building my own team, but underneath with I was under. And where were you working at the time? Just to sprint. Okay. I was a manager and saw a sophomore in Roger Williams University. He was uh, studying political science, visual arts, and urban studies. I was good. I was 100%, 100% good. The aneurysm happened. I knew when I didn't know my ABCs in order anymore that something was wrong. I was in the hospital for 33 days. After two weeks, they took a piece of my skull out. And I lived without that piece of skull for about five months. And um, the aneurysm took at least three-fourths of my vocabulary. It pushed me right back to adolescence. So I survived the physical pain. The mental pain was a lot <laughs> worse. But I didn't start recovering and starting my rehabilitation till like January 1st, 2019, which was last year. And wow. Salita. Salita was only created because the same medicine that saved my life also made my skin super sensitive. So I couldn't use gel, shower gel, hairspray, nothing because I kept breaking out. And so I started making these soaps, these super, super, super dope soaps. You can put your name on it, different colors. So you started doing this for yourself. Correct. And then you, you, had a, you grew a passion for it to start yeah. helping other people out. Because if it was a solution for me, I would be, um, I would be greedy if I wasn't going to give it out to the world. Of course. And ever since that, <laughs> a, a year later, it's been it's been beautiful. So literally, for your very own is 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 not just a tagline. It's something that is very meaningful exactly. to you and and for the people too. Of course, to be able to customize certain products and to also be using natural organic ingredients it shows you you don't need all those products that you can get at walmart that you can't even pronounce mm -hmm. you know you can look at our ingredients list and you're like oh i know what those are and the benefits the benefits are beautiful and it's so beautiful when you don't alter mm -hmm. natural ingredients because once you start um, adding stuff to it and different chemicals. Not all chemicals are bad. Not all per preservatives are bad. But once you start stripping parts of it, it's not as effective. So all of the products that we have, we were testing for a very long time on myself, on my family, all the generations from baby to my parents to me. And to put it out there is definitely... It, it's giving solutions to people. That's what's up. Evan. Yo. Tell us your story, bro. Yeah. I got the basic questions out of the way. I got I got a long story. What chapter are you trying to touch touch on? Your story. And then and then <clears throat> you definitely your story. Your your story is important because I feel like you we, we talked before the podcast, and, right. and I feel like you had your background, and then your background definitely ended up, aside from from you guys having the relationship that you have today as, as a couple, and as, as a couple, and as, as it seems like best friends, um, you ended up, aside from that, fitting into Solita, right. yourself, as, a, as, a, as <clears throat> somebody who has your background, so 
Yeah, I mean, so pretty much, you know, um, Lex had, uh, well, a mutual friend had reached out uh, to Lex, uh, tagging my name on Instagram. And Lex had reached out to me um, looking for, like, a beard feature. Um, unfortunately, I was still in New York, so I couldn't make it. But um, I ended up doing a film uh, here, uh, which, you know, led me to Rhode Island and led me towards uh, Lex. And you know, from there, you know, uh, just hanging out and understanding, like, the business and actually seeing the potential on where that business can actually go. Um, I... <sighs> Definitely brought, you know, um, like I mentioned earlier, my background, which is in marketing and, you know, kind of like I like there's a business that she has in Rhode Island. How can I make it better? How can I innovate it um, to where it could be, you know? And, you know, from there, it's, it's just like, okay, like, you know, some things are missing. And for me, it's like, how can I fulfill those loopholes? So within like, you know, finding the aesthetic, finding the audience, kind of catering to the industry in a sense, um, to a certain extent, just to get to where it needs to be. Um, so like I was able to uh, formulate, you know, just a, a checklist, you know, what needs to be done to get to what Salita, you know, can potentially be, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like you guys are there for sure. Right. When it comes to like the the aesthetic, the uh, even e- you could tell even with with the aesthetic, with the photography, with the vi- with just in general, like visually, what Solita is, um, you definitely fit, one hundred percent. You, we talked earlier about the the film that that you were a part of. Tell us tell us more about that for sure, because that that's yeah. something that I'm definitely interested. Yeah. In. Um. Well, you know, talking talking about the film, you know, shout out to Mini Perez and you know uh, Joseph Simpin, Jonathan, um, all the cast and crew. Yeah. So Last Logo too. Um, it was a film um that happened in Providence. Um, it's based on a, a guy in Dominican Republic. And um, yeah, the film. Uh, also shout out to Eddie for putting me on. Uh, to that film, uh, I wouldn't have been there without him. But yeah, film is it's, it's about human trafficking. Um, it was, which is a huge thing. In yeah, which is a huge thing, you know, in America and you know, just third world countries. And you know, we I was you know, doing behind the scenes, uh, assisting everywhere. I made it to two parts, you know, and. Now, honestly, like, this was a really good opportunity, um, good networking opportunity, and, you know, just networking with a whole bunch of, like, guys who are, like, in the industry, because I'm still, I was, I'm still kind of, like, finding my way into the, to the acting industry. I know a lot of guys in the acting industry, but, like, for me to, like, really be in it, I had to, like, know behind the scenes and knowing, like, my face and in front of the camera, being comfortable, uh, preventing that anxiety from happening, you know, being on stage and, you know, watching, having everybody watch me, you know. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot, you know. It's something that I kind of, like, was new to, in a sense. Uh, funny thing about it is, because it's a Dominican, you know, Hispanic movie, the cast and crew were all Dominican. They all, they yeah. all spoke Spanish. You know what's so funny? And like, I, I asked anything. you the question. <laughs> so I'll repeat the question. Your ethnic background. Right. <laughs> Tell the people. Yeah, so like you know, uh, being Native American, Hispanic, and and black, you no know, Haitian, Cuban, Cape Verdean, 
and Native American, all I knew was English. So like only Joseph and a few members knew English and like they had to. Your Hispanic background is what again? A Cubano. Cubano. Cuban. You look at this man and you you think he's Dominican. And he, That's what I've been told. Yeah. Listen, I've been told Dominican, Asian, because my chinky eyes. Like, yeah. I've been to, I, I've been told a lot, and you know, honestly, like I found though I was Cuban, uh, junior year of high school, you know. So, I mean, who knows? I could. You found there. out you were Cuban in your junior year of high yeah. school. Wow. Um, and you know, Haiti's right next to Dominican Republic. Yeah. So who who knows? You know. <laughs> who knows? That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. But yeah, I mean, I was the only one who knew English, and everybody spoke Spanish. It was sucks, you know. But this podcast goes into like goofiness and deep, and the deep shit. So to go into the deep shit, how did you overcome the anxiety of, of you talked about? So dive into the anxiety of being in in that film, because me per I'm, I'm me personally, I'm I'm intrigued by by that, and I'm sure people who are listening are intrigued by that as well. Like, how did you? Dive into like the the feeling of that and how you overcame that in the. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a scary feeling because you know your heart starts pounding you know heavy and it's kind of like you're stuck in like in a bubble, but you know I'm a socialite and I make friends with like everybody. I'm a friendly guy, uh, and you no know, thank God you know my boy like one of my best friends Joseph who was on who was on the set, like he. You know, we were really tight, and he kind of, like, made it, like, a home for me, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense. So, like, I was able to, like, put my guard down. My, my anxiety was, like, kind of going away. And, you know, every day just going there, um, it just became easier, you know. Um, and I, I never really <coughs> felt anxiety. The last time prior was, like, being stuck on Easter Day on a train, stuck on the Williamsburg Bridge. That's the first time I ever like really experienced anxiety, you know. The Williamsburg Bridge would give you anxiety on Easter day, <laughs> and my mom, I'm calling my mom like, "Damn, I can't make it to Easter," and like, yeah, that was, uh, it sucked that day. That bridge itself but, would give you anxiety. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to that J train. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is getting lit right now. You you need more wine. She's getting off on the grapes right now. <laughs> you going off. Your shit's killed already. That's crazy. Before we started, it was already done drinking Yeah, we were fucking taking shots of... Uh, I know my body. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila. That's just crazy. It's like it was hard to find. I was like, yo, they, we got special guests coming through. I got to fucking get the top-notch shit. I mean, honestly, I'm not really a tequila type of guy. I'm more of a of a whiskey. You know? How was it? Was it good? you you liked it? Nah, I mean, I I like it. I mean, I I can I can tolerate it. Yeah, you know, like I, I like it. You know, but if you were to ask me, like, what do I want to like, what do I want to drink at a bar? I mean, like a bourbon. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yo, you real? This uh. nigga got a fucking uh, <laughs> a head tattoo. He's over here. We're, we're like we're like I want to be you. I want to be you. <laughs> He has a head tattoo. I'm tatted up, but I would like the head tattoo shit is is uh, intimidating. Nah, I mean, yo, honestly, like if I can trade places right now, like I'd rather be the ones with the sleeves. Nah, bro, but you got like the the simplistic, like that's crazy, and you have another tattoo in mind for your head as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is just the beginning, and I do want to incorporate 
you know, just more tattoos. I, I mean, I guess I'm starting from the head down. You seem like an like like, you don't have to paint or or, or make music to be an artist. Facts. Right. Facts. You seem like an artist, so you, I feel like you're gonna have a whole head of art by like. I'm not going to throw a number out there. You're going to have, like, a whole head of art. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, like, being from New York and, you know, a lot of people here oppose, you know, getting a head tattoo, and that's just me fighting against the odds, mm-hmm. which is kind of what this tattoo kind of represents. And, um, you know, it's King David, uh, my uh, betrayal of him. And, um, yeah, it kind of goes against the odds, and people really oppose getting a tattoo. Like, how are you gonna get a job, or like, you know, how are people gonna view? For me, I'm I'm a creative, and you know, I'm a hardcore creative, and I like to express that in the external use of my body. You know, so um, that's just my form of showing it to y'all. You know, I feel you, bro. I mean, like me. I'm you're, not, on the, you're on the next level, though. I'm no, sure I'm not. I have like, fucking <laughs> stupid shit all over me. I don't have, like, I have some deep shit, but sometimes I have, like, I have a fucking Mario, like, ah. ghost tattoo on me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just stupid shit, but it means it means something to me, you know? Like, it's stuff from my childhood. It's, it's stuff from, like, it's something as simple as, like, you know, getting home from school and, and, and there was shit going on, whether at home or school or whatever, and, I was looking for the tip for the hookah. Niggas is smoking hookah on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It couldn't get more uh, Latino than that. But, uh, I feel like my vibe right now. So took it. It's something as simple as like just getting home from fucking school and like just, even if it's for a couple hours, just escaping the trauma from home or from school, from the hood. You you could you could definitely re- you guys could def- both of you could definitely relate to that hundred percent. Um, and playing like Mario sixty four, just like some, you know what I mean? Like it it it's something simple, but when you really dive into it, it's deep. It's something that you know you escaped you escaped from from whatever was going on in the background and and played that video game for a couple hours and and it just made you feel happy. Um, and that's why that intrigued me. Like between something like like. Like you taking something positive and, and and creating a business from it, from after after going through what you went through, you escaping your anxiety and ended up getting into what you got into. Like that that's something that um before even like getting to know you guys really, I knew you for ten. I knew you for a decade or a little over a decade. Um. I know you through Lexus. Like, I feel like I, I knew you guys in general just because I feel like we more or less have the same background. Um, Bouncing off of that, you are, <clears throat> Lexus, you're very good at, aside from what you do at, as a, prof- uh, from a professional standpoint, you do, I guess I, I could call, correct me if I'm wrong, motivational speaking. You had an, you had at least at the very least like one or two events. What do you do? You enjoy that more than, um, making your products. And if you don't, that's okay too. But like, it seems like you you're very happy when when you're doing that because you're inspiring a lot of people for sure. Wow. Yeah. I um, legit. I only started 
and, you know, joining the debate team. I only started doing that to as an ex- escape. And then, so when, and then when I saw that I could become, that I was becoming successful for it, mm-hmm. like my first airplane ride was because I put myself on that. Something that my parents couldn't give me that type of opportunity. And I was um, sophomore year, uh, the Rhode Island debate um, cha- uh, champion. So, like, I put myself there speaking. Debate for? For um, Urban urban Debate League. Okay. Ur- so, Rhode Island Urban Debate League. Sophomore year in high school, I was the number one in Rhode Island. And to have that opportunity to speak, that took over my whole life. Going into, to become like a revolutionary person. And once I learned that I can get to places with speaking, people can (laughs) make me stop after that. And so creating the product, I love it just as much. But I can tell you there's times where I do miss it. I do miss before and behind a mic and telling my story or telling anybody a type of knowledge that they didn't know or trying to say something that they wasn't thinking before. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's making a product, but there's also telling people that you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Realistically. Yeah. Giving people the power, and there's nobody better than, yeah. than somebody like you who survived yeah. the way you survived and, mm-hmm. and lived to tell it. And, and also, not only live to tell it, but say there's no excuse yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, I say it all the time, like, yo, if I can do it, then you can too. Even if you didn't go through trauma, like, especially if you did go through it, like, yo, you can overcome. Yeah. I was at my lowest. I survived the mental pain, but the physical, um, I survived the physical pain, but that mental pain, they couldn't, they couldn't give me medicine for that. You feel me? Like, I had to do that for myself at mm-hmm. the lowest, mm-hmm. lowest. And if I didn't do that for myself, then, you know, Solita wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here right mm-hmm. now. You and said the best, though, the medicine. Like, I just talked to my psychiatrist the other day who was like, I, I just told my girl the other day, like, my psychiatrist, by the way, being open about it is trash. <laughs> you have your therapist, you have your psychiatrist. Your psychiatrist gives you the medication my psychiatrist was just listening and listening. And sometimes she, a lot of times she forgets shit most of the time. And I'm just like, yo, are you even listening to me? And then she kind of just gives me this like, oh, good. So you're working with the meds answer. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm working with the meds. You do it for yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. They can give you medication and they can give you <clears throat> doctors and big pharma. I have my opinion, my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. They can do what they can for you. At the end of the day, it's a business like everything else. You do. Yeah. You're you're the you're the greater half, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that you've conquered the greater half for sure. I'm telling you right now, I healed myself, but not only me, but the art healed. Mm-hmm. You know, starting a business to put my mind to something that heals me. Um, the things that before I thought was cliche. I started doing to help heal me, you know, burning sage, uh, uh, meditating, all these things that I felt weird starting to do, mm-hmm. but that shit healed me. It's so funny because I used to think 
so we I've talked about about it on this podcast, so it's not weird to me at this point. But like, we all know what the I had a little uh, I had something pretty crazy happen in May, and I before what happened to me in May happened, I had um I had thought like I looked at meditation, and I was like ha, and then I started doing meditation for myself. I started doing things like meditation and 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 tea even and like yep, yep. just talking in general and like you know that stuff helps like because the thing is like you're spending time with yourself and a lot of times we're very guilty and and we even do it every day Evan Lex like me like we we all we're very we slip up sometimes and we and we distract ourselves with our work or what we're passionate about and we and and that's like our that's almost like our therapy, but at the same time, we got to realize that we, you have to spend time with yourself. Yeah. You can't just spend time like making yourself busy. Mm-hmm. You have to spend time with just yourself as uncomfortable as it is. Cause like two or five, two to five minutes of meditation can make you feel uncomfortable. Right. But spending that two to five minutes as uncomfortable as it is, is powerful because instead of distracting yourself with whatever it is that you're busy with, you're spending time with yourself and saying, you know what, I'm uncomfortable, but this is okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You know, I mean, from a meditation, you know, I, like no one can ever get me mad. Like I tell Lex all the time, yeah. listen, I'm not mad at all. Like it's impossible to get me mad. Um, and that's just going through like hardcore, med- uh, hardcore meditation. Uh, my f- old best friend was like Cambodian. He taught me the art of meditation. And I go to bed at night. I tell Lex, I want to turn on YouTube. Let's listen to some raindrops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like no, the facts. It just creates a, a calm setting spiritually and mentally. And um, sometimes we do it together. Yeah, it just releases a lot of like toxic energy. You know, um, yeah, that's that's just my method. Everybody but, um, has their methods. You gotta find. You definitely have to find yours for sure. But no, nah, I am a form. I I am a true believer of like therapy, though. I feel like you know we all need some kind of therapy, um, or just have somebody to talk to, you know, who's not biased, like your mother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, I was like really, really big, and my mom would always say, "I'm big bone." Yeah, I was. I was obese. It's I was fat. Really? And yeah, and I was, and, and I used to be like, here. "Ma, like, listen, I, like." And I always felt like never go to anybody who's like biased who would tell you what you want to hear. Go to a therapist, a stranger who would give you that raw, you know, unfiltered, you know, uh, explanation. You know, yeah, I'm biased. Yeah, you like, want my childhood? Because yeah, like, like, like Dominican, <laughs> my Dominican mother would be like, "You're fat." <laughs> like for real though. I like I hated that as a kid, but like it feels like you would appreciate that. So let's switch. Because my mom would like <laughs> legit as a Dominican. It's so funny because Dominicans would just be, or just Spanish parents yeah. in general would be like, oh, they would feed you like crazy. Right. And then when you get fat, it's like you're fat. Like, nigga, <laughs> you just gave me mad shit for the for, for the morning. And then now you want to call wow. me fat. That's so funny because that's exactly like his mom was telling me. Like, she said, like, she said, this is what I thought like a good mother would yeah, do like yeah. you know having a full <laughs> course uh for for breakfast yeah and midnight snacks and everything yeah. what would you have for so breakfast <laughs> so my mom she'll make me like it was my choice 
Either eggs, uh, hash browns, sausages, and a bagel, or pancakes. You know, but it was like four stacks of pancakes, you know, and hash browns. I'm parenting wrong then, because I give my daughter everything for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) But but she thought she was doing the right thing because the the doctor said that we were like, because our our boys will shoot up. Yeah. Growth spurt. Yeah. But it's like, you know, there comes a, there comes a time when you, you just have to like kind of slow down because it's gonna creep up, that's and that's so what and that's what happened to me. And you know, honestly, like I never got called fat. Well, how how so obese? You what age and and how 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 much did you weigh? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, so I mean, I was uh, seven, 16, 17. I was two sixty. Um, and the doctors were telling my mom, listen, he's on the edge of like diabetes and high blood pressure. I legit cannot yeah, imagine. They, they gave me a whole pamphlet of like what to eat. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, it, when you have diabetes and you have diabetes, I don't have diabetes. Okay. I was on the, I was on the cusp of getting diabetes. You have diabetes okay. in your family. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, my, my, my grandmother. But that's that's based off lifestyle. Yeah, you know. But um, nah, I, I put a stop to that. Um, went and went to New York, and I <laughs> was like, it's when not any easier in New York. Oh no, you lose weight. You do a lot of cardio in New York, yeah. <laughs> and you can't well, like, afford much. I feel much, like New Yorkers. You know? uh, the cheat code is the fact that you do a lot of cardio in New York, but we eat a lot though. Now you, oh, that's the thing. Like you create the it's it's, it's still an unbalance. Yeah. Um. You eat what you can afford, you know. So like first year, I went through like a whole bunch of like dollar slices of pizza, you know. So like, I mean, yeah, first and year. And then the dollar fifty breakfast sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Then you can afford a breakfast bagel. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you can get a you can get a bagel and a pizza. <laughs> yep. You know, but nah. I mean, the struggle was real, real for the first year. You know, just couch surfing and. You know, just going based off Dallas slices, uh, just a day. You know, Dallas slices. Well, that's when we lose weight. I ended up being like one seventy six, and I came back to the Providence, and everybody was saying, "Oh, you lost mad weight. Oh, you look too skinny. You gotta eat." And you were like, "Moved to New York for yeah." But honestly, like that's like the norm in New York, and I got my my best. Uh, you know business uh, as far as modeling you know so that's that's like the norm so like i was i was i was in it getting a lot of attention nice <laughs> nice <laughs> did you aside from the cardio in new york did you do did you actually like work work out or was it like was it legit just like and i know this shit because i <laughs> i went through the same shit more or less and like not not as you too sick like you said 260 at, at 260 at like 17 17 16 that's wild, yeah. but d- doing the running around in New York that that you did do will do that though. Yeah, and like I said, New York is is, is really expensive when you when you don't have a lot of money, so like mm-hmm. you don't eat as much as you did. You don't have the luxury yeah. as you do living with your parents, you know. So you kind of get it how you live it. When you move, when you first moved to New York, what borough did you live in? What area? Um, I was in East Flatbush, okay. uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, it was bad, but 
where you so we talked before the podcast. I'm not gonna act like uh, we didn't talk before the podcast. Yeah. You you lived in you lived in Brooklyn for most of the time because you said you you spent some time in uh, the Upper East Side, Manhattan, yeah. where you live for the most part. It seems like in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna rep Brooklyn uh, to the fullest. That's yeah. why I mostly stayed in. Yeah. Have you been to more or less all five boroughs, like the Bronx? When you live in New York, you, curiosity strikes, so you kind of just go all over the place naturally. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, people in Brooklyn, they don't go to the Bronx, yeah. Queens, and vice versa, you know? <laughs> so, no. like, the Bronx is kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. It like, is. What, like, 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 I mean, like, what would you say? Like the, well, the, the closest to Bronx I'll go to is Yankee Stadium, and that's yeah. because... My homegirl. What would you say the equivalent of Pawtucket is? Pawtucket? It's in New York. That's like, I want to I say that's like, I forgot, I forgot what part of Queens, but now nah, I would say oh, wow. Queens. He goes to, he, I, I was going to say I, Bronx. I had to go to Queens for a uh, um, a delivery, but Bronx is more essential false to me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the way that y'all talk about it is like how... The Bronx is like how when people talk about Woonsocket. That's not it. Nah, nah. I used to think. <laughs> so it's worse. Bronx. Is I went on that Instagram Socket. live that you guys were on, and I said something about Woonsocket, and you said something about you know Woonsocket's not that bad, and I thought about it. Woonsocket really isn't, isn't that bad. It's not. I would put so that I I say that because like I would put other places in Rhode Island over Woonsocket. And it's like, like in terms of bad, like, uh, I'm talking about the, the idea, like how, yeah. how people in Providence treat Woonsocket as if it's bad, like that, but not actually. Cause I, we live there and it's not bad at all. Yeah, like honestly. we have a good neighborhood. And there's like Pawtucket, Central Falls, West Warwick, like those, <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, feel like the Bronx can get, like, past... You said I haven't been past Yankee Stadium. It's funny. I feel like right. past Yankee Stadium, the Bronx can get pretty fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> even through COVID, they said that the Bronx was, like, a hot spot for yeah. COVID. And I feel like that's very, like, well, yeah, I mean, telling. Yeah, Bronx, I mean, is, is very... Like, shout out to the Bronx. No diss on the nah, Bronx. Nah, 100%. But, you know? um, I made the best memes. But, uh, <laughs> 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 they do make the best memes. But um, man, the Bronx is very cultural, and yeah. everybody comes together, you know. So it's kind of hard to like break that, you know, vibe and energy up. And it just unfortunately, COVID, you know, got in the way of that. But yeah, the Bronx, 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 Bronx is strong, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna take that away from you. Nah, want you know? I mean, like, like Bronx, Bronx is the Bronx. End of the day. Yeah. You know, you mess up anybody from the Bronx, you mess up the whole. Whole hood, pretty much, you know. Listen, I spent a good portion of like my high school slash like GED career in yeah. the Bronx. So. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about the how you feel about the Bronx? Though? How do yeah, I feel? How about do you feel about the Bronx? <laughs> He's like, like putting me on blast now. <laughs> the Bronx is interesting. The Bronx is very um, it's like you just said. The Bronx is is uh strong for like right. like to just summarize it. Just like Pawtucket and Central Falls and 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 um, Pawtucket Central, I wouldn't even say West Warwick because West Warwick to me is like white trash. No, <laughs> 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 do you know people in West Warwick? Yes, I do. You do. I, I, I used to work there. 
It Where? was in West Warwick. It was uh, this restaurant, a Mexican restaurant called Agaves. So right on the, the popular street. Okay. The, what is it? Like but do you have friends over there? Yeah. You have some friends. I have friends yeah. over there too, but they'll even probably agree. I like West Warwick. She never brought like, me to West Warwick. So <laughs> it must be bad. West Warwick is like, <laughs> like I'm saying just like, for, you know, for the most part. Funny. I would say like Batucket, you know, Central Falls and like, it's there's there's good people over there. There's strong people over there. It's it's just the hood. It's just like very like the environment makes you tough and makes you strong because of how it is. So I would that's how I would label the Bronx. Like the Bronx is very there's I met some of the dopest people that I've met in New York. I met in the Bronx, but the Bronx is the way it is. And and it's funny because like you go to New York now, you go to like. Harlem, Washington Heights, you go to Brooklyn, all places in common in in a sense that it definitely went through its fair share of gentrification. And for some reason, the Bronx hasn't yet. Yes, yes and no. I mean, the Bronx is... is You probably have gone more recently than I have. Yeah, I mean, mean, of course, there's like certain parts where I feel like gentrification is not going to touch. But, you know, the Bronx is... I mean, they're swarming in. Like, yeah, these, places you know, like places. Uh, surrounding yeah. Yankee Stadium, like you brought yeah. up, and and um, you know? Bronx Zoo. Even yeah, I mean, you have the whole the Batman movie with the oh no the yeah yeah, yeah yes with the that steps. Was, yeah, I thought was, I, I, I talked about that the on the Bronx. podcast. So it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people come familiarized with with that setting, you know, and they and they, they want to move, you know. Um, but I mean, it's slow, slowly but surely. Of course, I don't want that to happen. You know, because I love my Bronx, you know, natives, just like my Brooklyn Culture. natives, the best I Bushwick. But I mean, we're gonna see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. If you know? <laughs> <laughs> You've been to New York a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why y'all laughing though. <laughs> My uh, Puerto Rican side of my family is all Manhattan. In Manhattan. Yo, I literally was going to think you were going to say the Bronx. What part of Manhattan? I don't know. There's uh, a lot of Puerto from, Ricans uh, in from, uh, from the highest 145th and Nicholas. That's what you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what part of Manhattan? I would say <laughs> El, El Barrio. You ever heard of that? It sound familiar? I, no? I don't know that. I don't know enough. It's like we would always be there every year because like. That's who my family was. That's who my grandfather was. Um, and we would always be there. He actually recently passed away this year. So I don't think we'll be there too much unless we're moving. But like, we were. Do you want to end up in New York? I know Evan wants to end up back in New York. Do you want to end up back in New York? Do I want? Do you want to end up in New York? I know Evan wants to end up back in New York. Listen, I tell him Ooh. all the time. Like, I want land. I don't want no neighbors. And his idea of where he wants to be is, like, a condo, right? Where do yeah. you want so land before we get into the condo? I love the condo <laughs> living, for sure. That's I a city just, boy in me. But you, where do you want your land? <sighs> Listen, I don't mind moving. I just need enough to move my whole family. Okay. Um, but where I, do you want land? Land? Yeah. I like, what's wanna, your idea? Where Where is your ideal land? I, as of, like, last year before I met him, down south. 
that's where I wanted. And, but now that I'm with him, like, wherever he wants to go, I want to be there. I will grow. That's so wifey. I just I just want land because like if if I have space to grow if, if I can grow then I can feed if I can yeah. feed then you know I can grow a family and it's just like I just want generational wealth and I just want to be able to just grow my family where down south specifically like South Carolina, North Carolina that's exactly where I want to be I where? do have some family there that's like um the like the black son of my family that's all down there and that's where they all came from and you know when i was when i told you january 1st 2019 that's when i decided to focus on my rehabilitation mm-hmm. i spent a year i mean sorry a, m- a whole month there trying to just focus on myself and also getting past a past relationship mm-hmm. and that healed me so much and being around those people was beautiful and I could I didn't want to leave. The only reason I left to get them braces off. But if I didn't have I to forgot take you my had braces. braces. Yeah, I mean you can't tell. <laughs> 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 you can't tell because I lost my retainer. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm definitely getting them back. But I, I wanted to be there. Yeah. I just I just wanted to explore. The world is so big. It's so big to just stay in one city that you grew up in. I want to experience everywhere, everywhere. So living in New York, I that's not something I. I agree. Before my pullout game was weak, I agree. I can't really <laughs> go anywhere because my daughter's here, but I agree. Yeah, I, yo, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So if you guys plan on staying together, then keep the pullout game weak. If you if you end up, you know, if you think that. You might break up, then keep your pullout game strong. But like yeah. I, I, my pullout game was weak, so now I have to kind of stay mm-hmm. here. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. travel all over the place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, your daughter can be your best companion. Yes, one hundred percent. But uh, you're okay. With, you're okay with the down south living, or you're we don't gotta go. halfway. We don't gotta go. We don't. We'll go to New York. I'm, I'm gonna tell New York you is one yeah. is great. Okay. Where's the condo living? Let's ask. So, the, yeah. so, so, so before I, before I answer that, mm-hmm. like, so Lex wants to land, and yeah. I try to compromise with her, and I was like, "All right, well, if you want land, I just want a good skyline. You know, I want to be high up. Yeah. So we I can, can so we That's can cross paths. Yeah, yes. can, the city boy with the country girl, you know. Yeah. So, but um, not my my goal is to get like a condo. In like Manhattan, like mm-hmm. I want to be Soho, that's my or like Dumbo, or um, <clears throat> fuck, I can't I can't think of the, the other place, um, but it's near it's, it's near Soho. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not even gonna waste my time thinking about it, but um, that's where Robert De Niro, his neighborhood is. Um, I forgot where. It's surprisingly. Nah, not oh, okay. It's um, not Dumbo, right? Not Dumbo. It's in, it's in Manhattan. But anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll think of I'll think about it along the way. But yeah, I want to get a spot in Soho. <clears throat> I want to get a, that Tribeca. Like, Tribeca. 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 Yes. That's 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 my spot. That's that's like for me been a goal. You know, just partying in those apartments, partying in those lofts, and like seeing you know from the inside looking out. That that's just dope. 
to me and that lifestyle. <clears throat> and if you know, I can share it with Flex, like that would be like insane. Like that would be sick, you know. And that's like the that's definitely the baby making area. I'm over here planning ideas. Huh? Yeah, that's the baby making area. But no, I mean, <laughs> listen, and talking about babies, like like raising raising a, raising a kid in New York City is so much swag. Like, it is, yo. Like the the independence is gonna come out so early. You know how much <laughs> you know how much like my dad. Like it's annoying how much my dad like takes pride in being like, yeah, I raised my kids in New York and they didn't end up being dead or in jail. Like that's so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying to hear, but I know as a yeah. father, he's like, yeah, like yeah. it means a lot. It, it does. does. It does. But as a kid, you're like, yo, fuck you, nigga. I did this myself. You didn't do it. I did it. But like as a yeah. parent, yeah. It's, it is so much swag, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I wish I wish I was born in New York. Like, I wish, like, I grew up on, like, Jays. I grew up on that culture, like, taking a train by myself and, like, being surrounded by, like, so many kids, you know, and, and just creating that, that, that squad, you know, and just creating adventures and memories. Mm. You know, I, I couldn't do that here at all. You know, it was kind of cliche. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't explore the jungle, you know, pretty much. So I feel like... It seems like you did a little bit of uh, a little bit of exploring though when you were living out there. Oh, definitely, I got lost and like I mm-hmm. I've walked. One of my biggest mis- mis- uh, mistakes, but it was well worth it. Was walking from the heights all the way to um Flatbush. What? Yeah, nigga. What? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you lost all the way just doing <laughs> that. Hold on, yeah. fuck. Hold yeah. on, what is that? Is that like West Warwick all the way to Wonsake? No, like it's how even... I wouldn't know. I, I, I don't even know. Like, uh, how far? It's know even pro- f- more far than that. Yeah. You're talking about the t- like almost the tippity top of Manhattan to... Yeah. Yeah, like, to, to, to Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay, but you got to tell me like in Rhode Island. Honestly, you have to look it up. Like, GPS, pro- I don't know honestly, like no exaggeration is legit like mass to... to yeah. To like Newport. To Newport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He lost all the way there, basically. Is oh, what we're and saying. you know the worst part of that, like walk, it was like going through ten. Nigga, square. you're not capping right now. You're <laughs> not, not capping. Not, no, that's fucking crazy. Nah, there's nah, nah, no cap right now. No, no blue cap. Yo, listen, going through ten square. Why did you walk all of that? Yo, I didn't know. One, I didn't know how to take the train. Oh, and my two, God. I didn't have the money to take the train. But let's be honest. You know what like, mean? what? So, what time was this at? This was at night. Nah, this is like during the daytime. This was like around like. But any time of day or night, like I, I'm assuming, like you were you fairly new to New York at this point? Yeah. Okay, so me, if I was new, even as as somebody who lived in New York, right? The train is like low key. Like if you don't know it, it's scary. So. Yeah. I would definitely rather walk. Yeah, That's and, crazy. And though. honestly, this is before like hopping on like the train, just like just hopping, like not paying for the train. Like I was, yeah. I, was I was, I was one of those kids. Like I don't pay for the train. Yeah, you know, like I'm gonna hop. Yeah, you know, Lex. I think me and you, like we did it. That's an experience. <laughs> That's an experience. Like, we, we hop. You know, yeah, like, I was ready for it. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm already. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's, that's another culture though in New York. My like, boy said, "Wash yeah. to Flatbush." That's fucking yeah. insane, right? You don't understand. As soon as I got to the crib, I if you had an out. Apple Watch, you li- it would have been like yeah. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like you would have hit all fucking cylinders. But it sucks day. because it's like you know you walk that 
that distance and like for me, like I couldn't, I didn't go to home to a bed, you know, I went yeah. home to a couch because I also like couch. Yeah. I was like sleeping on the couch, you know. So like it's like, you know, just an uncomfortable walk, you know, just being tired, and just laying on like the couch, you know, and, and just making the best of it. Yeah. Waking up the next day, and at that time I was working at a factory, so like it was like a sweat box, you know. So. Yo. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was it was worth it though. Like, I honestly like I don't really tell people like my 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 beginning my journey in the beginning. So like this is like kind of like the first time breaking the ice. Yeah, you know. You know That's so, what's up though. Like, I don't even think like Lex knows like Maybe. my timeline like per year like of what made me to the man I am today. In a sense, you know, like she knows. Literally, she knows a like song that says, "If you make it there, you make it anywhere." I, I, if I you believe. made it from fucking Wash Heights <laughs> to Flatbush, you made you can oh, make it anywhere. Me, that's fucking crazy, bro. Nah, but, that's wild. I mean, it's it's life's obstacles. Yeah, that's it. I had in my literally in my notes, I had for you guys to do it. I usually at this part of the show, I'll do a fucking solita ad. I'm gonna have you guys do an improv oh, yeah? solita ad, nice. and while you do it. Because I'm a fucking child, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and get you guys wine. Hey, you brought some stuff. I did, I did. I just well, I brought a new product that's gonna be dropping in November. Wait, what is this? Before I go, Uh, body polish. Okay, the body polish, and I also brought a beard oil, but that right there is for you, cause it's your birthday. Yeah, this is in a couple hours. They might stay here a little longer. I don't know. We might like yeah, party and shit. I don't no, know. This dope. is dope. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. Also, um, the the tote bag, the yeah. tote bag. So you can walk around. Let's. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, it's one hundred percent cotton. Fair trade. Let's go. Recyclables. You know, carry your groceries. I love it. I walk around with a fucking Walmart bag. This is. An Oh, 100% upgrade. I know tote life is, is a lifestyle. You know, I wear my tote. It's kind of beat up. This is Solita beard oil, as usual, every week. This is Solita beard oil right here. I just use it responsibly. I don't <laughs> do it every single day. I do it for, like, special occasions. But, uh, like, I have, like, a fucking... I'm trying to get like I'm trying to get the barber... Sh- you, know I, you know I'm a barber. I'm trying to get the barber shop on Solita. He's very, like... Has his like, he, huh? He got a beard oil. He has a beard oil, but I'm trying to get him on Solita. But he's very bougie. I'll say it out loud. I don't give a fuck. He we're cool. He can't afford to lose me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't. So, like, I'm trying to get him on Solita, but he he has his own thing. He's very like, yeah. So, but I use Solita for special occasions. I live by it. I'm gonna have you guys do your improv ad. Talk about. I want to hear it before I go about the about the body polish because I wanted to talk to you about it at the event. I'm very curious as to what the benefits are. Yeah, yeah. So we have been planning on dropping this. We actually people have been testing our body polish since June this year. We gave it to 15 of our testers, uh, some of them. And the body polish, the one thing that we wanted to do, first of all, making sure that it's 
unisex and attractive to men and women. Because if you go to these stores, you see that has flowers around it, you know, purple and pinks. And it's like men have skin too. Mm-hmm. Men have scars too. Men have dry skin too. You know what I love? Uh, fatty mayonnaise. Yeah. Had him had him on the snack gods. He is big on like I am. He's big on like skincare and stuff. You're. I feel like you're definitely breaking that almost sexist. Yeah. Um barrier where where like men they'll they'll hear something about like skincare and they're like it's like. Something like beard care, they'd be like, oh, like, and, and, and you're good at that too. You're good at selling, like, even for the men who look at skincare and they're like, eh, you have the beard care stuff and they're like, oh, I could get behind that. But while they're there, they can look at the skincare stuff and be like, maybe I should look into this. Where before men would look at skincare as almost like, oh, that's a female thing. Yeah. Like, no, skincare is for everybody. It's for everyone. Everyone, and actually at any age. Mm-hmm. And... Like, if you look at the recent photo show we did, our friend Steven, who was part of Steve, mm-hmm. he, he was part of, and he was in his eight, uh, 70s, mm-hmm. you know? And he had this really dope beard, and he's like, I'm not even going to shave it un- until we have the photo shoot. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. And the people at, he went to a restaurant after a bar, and the bar, the bartenders told me, like, after when he came back, he couldn't stop touching his beard. He was feeling himself the whole time. And like that makes me so happy. You know, having our product using organic oils and giving you that confidence. That makes me so happy because mm-hmm. that stuff moisturizes your hair, mm-hmm. the hair follicles, your skin. You know, it's not just any type of product. It's good for you and it's made for you. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to this body polish, like we we stuck to our you know black and white label, uh, we didn't do nothing where it was you know any type of graphics with flowers or hearts or anything like that, and we made two. One is kin, kin body polish, and kin is for scarred uneven skin. And then we have Juno, and Juno is for dry, irritated skin. And anybody can use this stuff. And it's a natural exfoliator for your body. Mm. It's not for your face, it's for your body. And when is you it go. Scented or unscented, or people could these, see? These are scented. Okay. These are scented. It's um, not too much of uh, a scent, but you could smell it. Mm-hmm. But we focus mostly on the organic for instance, for kin with scarred uneven skin, we did grapeseed oil and jojoba oil, both organic. With the kin has raw brown sugar, but Juno has raw sugar cane. So kin is a little darker. Juno's lighter. And once again, we're just trying to find a skin concern and creating a solution for it. At the beginning of the summer, we didn't really go out. We never went to a beach. We never was even out because we were working in a lab nonstop. But out of nowhere, on my um, on my my bun, my butt, my bum, <laughs> my bum. <laughs> 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 Yo, I got these like 
these like sun parts where uh, sun spots where it would just like uh on color and it was, yeah, it was yeah. uneven out of nowhere and it's like why does our bodies do this and most of the time when we're um irritated like with ourselves our body reacts to it and that honestly starts with why we make products like this and this is just about the biggest jar mm-hmm. that we use we do it in, in a eight ounce jar it ends up coming to uh 12 ounces and because we really want people to be using them for like over a month so we don't have to keep getting all the time you just use it and then once you get like addicted to the uh to the results and you get you, you start to appreciate it yeah. and you see it's very simple ingredients that we have simple and these are ones that you can pronounce you know there's no preservative preservatives it's all cruelty free it's vegan it's uh you can recycle all this so it's like just everything else on yeah you. it's all about being conscious mm-hmm. about the products and that's what we do all of our products and that's why it goes through testing not only with us but other people who volunteer yeah so the body polish um and we chose to call that body polish instead of like a sugar scrub body polish it's what you use after you already wash your face it's like the last step before you get out the shower you exfoliate your body one to three times a week and it smells good for men and women i'm gonna smell this this one here is frankincense. Yeah. This is actually so in the first four I made, I used this fragrance. Yeah. Um, but this actually this one that I brought isn't the fragrance for the ones that's gonna be on the website. Okay. Yeah. So this, so this one, is like a super. This is a, so yeah. for the party and also for the past two pop ups, uh, the <coughs> pop ups that we did. Um. This is like we launched it, like debuted it, but it's not on the website. Kind of like a collectible. Yeah, it's like it's exclusive. <laughs> okay. So this is this is different. <laughs> like you, can't <laughs> you can't have it. You can't have it. But th- this is this is this isn't the smell. So yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, so like, hey, when you see me in the streets, nigga, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, they're, 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 the resale on that is gonna be high. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, for real. Yeah, if you got a the um the the frankincense one then this sounds very sp- can i smell this yeah you can smell this this one's not the one that went the one mm. through that that we want but um so this one here is more earthy yeah and because we were doing a yoga fest a holistic people yeah. that's smart they really though li- yeah yeah they really like this scent um me personally um it ends up being oh, yeah. rosemary it's more a- earthy no nah, I, I love this though yeah, we did that didn't pass for us. <laughs> Why? Um, because well, so what's the scent that you're going with? So Juno is uh, jasmine, which men and women like that, and it's very uh, light. And for Kin, we finished with rosemary. So this one here was just the first four yeah. that we put together, but we wanted to be something that. No matter what, people mm. are down to put it on their body. That's dope, though. And what I love about uh, literally 90% of your products, correct me if I'm wrong, is that 
you it, it literally everything is custom. I I do the ads every week. I feel like I'm doing another ad. You guys are <laughs> you guys are gonna do a fucking improv ad, but like what every week I do an ad and I and but I'm speaking like every week I speak from the heart on 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 Solita's products. But like what I love about Solita is that ev- literally ninety percent of everything is customizable. Like mm-hmm. what I love about the beard oil especially is that like when you go shop. It, Outside of Solita, when you go before Solita, I was even using different beard products and like you specifically beard oil is like you go for different you you're limited to different fragrances for beard oils and like you can go for different fragrances you you literally customize your benefits and your fragrances like something yeah. like to me to me I go for something like lavender which is calming and the smell of lavender yes, yeah. in general. And like that's dope to me. Like when you, when you go to like some, for example, like Target, and you go you look for a beard oil in Target, you're limited to cedarwood, sandalwood, exactly. And like the fact that you have lavender and just different lavender is my go to. You have not just lavender, but but a whole like almost plethora of fragrances and and just different benefits in general for beard oil. Mm-hmm. Like that's dope. Lavender for me is like calming for my anxiety and shit. So. That's dope to me. I mean, every every scent kind of has its purpose. Yeah, we try to cater to like all your five senses. Exactly. You know, and we want to kind of put that towards our products. You know, so like some people don't like vanilla, Mm -hmm. some people like sandalwood, vice versa. You know, so like you know, why not make it personal? You know, it's something that you're taking home with you. You know, that's uh, sitting up on your shelf. So why Mm -hmm. not cater to what you do you want? Pretty much. Para ti solita, for your very own. Let's go. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you another thing of wine. Another, another round. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Improv solita. Try to stretch it. Say no more. We do this, we do this every day. Um, nah, I mean, uh, I'm just going to run down the basics, and then and, and Lex can like kind of break it down uh, with it. Um, but solita... You know, founded in Rhode Island. Um, it's a skin, body, and bath uh, brand. And we cater to men and women. And all products are handmade by me and Lexus. And, you know, we try to cater to a lot of holistic practices and a lot of, like, self-care routines uh, when it comes to the, you know, mental and physical. So you're going to see a lot of sage, palo santo, body scrubs, beard oil. You know, we just want to kind of flourish what all skin, you know, uh, needs and, you know, uh, what, what caters to it. So that's, that's our job. Um, and it's, it's, it's more so making it a lifestyle, uh, for you guys. You know, it's something that our body needs all the time. So, you know, why not, uh, start local and, you know, use what we have and mass produce it. To, to you guys, you know, so that's 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 pretty much our job. And here goes Lex. <laughs> Everything he said is a hundred percent true. It's what we do every day. This is our full time job. This isn't a side hustle. This is our lifestyle, and every product that we create is for the purpose of solution for the people that are dealing with these skin concerns. 
from, you know, having a line for pregnant women to having a line for bearded men, we're doing this because if we didn't, you know, we're experiencing ourselves, we know what's out there. So the line that we have in the lines that we have in our uh, product catalog, it's that's once again, like just in the beginning, there are so much products that are on the way that have been tested for seasons now. So like everything that's coming out soon, we just want you to stay tuned. Yeah, so I mean, definitely, you know, check us out. Um, we have, like I said, we're creating a lifestyle. Um, it's more than just the products, you know. It's it's creating, you know, knowledge, and yeah. you know, we have, you know, a, a team of writers yeah. who are writing articles um, based on various of topics, you know, whether it's skincare, uh, fashion, you know, whatever it is, whatever is trending, you know, we we tend to follow up on that. And, you know, it's, it's amazing from where we started to where we are now. Uh, Beautiful. And seeing the potential. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just more it's more than just us, you know. Like, yeah. like, and like I tell Lex and, you know, like I tell, like, you know, people that, you know, we meet. Like, everybody's Solita. You know, this is for everybody. You know, the, the slogan as Lex created it, you know, para ti Solita, you know, for your very own. This is for for everybody, you know, and and if it's not for you, it's for somebody you know, you know. You have to, so (laughs) that's that's what we do, and we're always trying to innovate, you know, new solutions, new products, you know, together, and you know, just make things all come into place. So that's that's Solita, you know, it's the story behind it, you know, is where we're at right now, and where we're trying to go. You know, and you know, with the help of Jimmy over here, you know, helping us, help, helping us do that. <laughs> yes. You know, um, we we can't thank him enough. Real, you know, it's about Jimmy right now, yo. Ride it back. It's about you. Ben, right, ben, she, got, she, got, she got the one right now. So <laughs> been supporting since basically the beginning. Every time he's doing some, he always, you know, lets Salita be out there. Hey, can you pour that? puts it out there, you know, to help these small local businesses. And we appreciate you. that so much. I love helping out small local businesses, but the one that stood out was definitely Solita for sure. And definitely I'm telling you right now, once Solita, you know, is employing people and we just got the money we can't count. Just know. You need Word. a new ring? I got you. Word. Ring light. Let's go. Got you. you ring light. Got you. <laughs> you know, because we are never going to forget the people that helped us at, at the lowest in the beginning. And like as soon as we recently, in October, got featured in Rhode Island Monthly. And Rhode Island Monthly is the largest publisher in Rhode Island when it comes to magazines. As soon as that happened, I hit up all the people that was there in the beginning. Be even the people that who drove me to get ingredients when I couldn't even drive because of dealing with the side effects of the aneurysm. Like I hit them up, telling them how how much I appreciate them because those people who was down for my ideas for my dreams, it, it would have been a lot harder without the people that helped me out. Mm-hmm. So, and you are part of that. Look at your face. What you 
did that. Right. No, seriously, we appreciate you for real. Nah, yeah, we, we couldn't. I appreciate the fact that you guys appreciate me, but I appreciate you more. Nah, I mean, I appreciate that you appreciate that I appreciate that you appreciate Solita. <laughs> we appreciate the appreciation. We can appreciate. Yo, we really killed half a bottle of tequila. <laughs> so. nah, but we do appreciate you know all the supporters and 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 whatnot. You know, we couldn't have done it without y'all. Uh, we couldn't have done our party without y'all. Which we gotta talk about. The party <laughs> was dope. <laughs> yeah, that was um, fun. It was it was dope, and I'm glad. What that part of the party do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> listen, I'm some loving hip hop on the podcast, right? <laughs> some loving hip hop type drama. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't. I, nah, it, it was a good party, you know. <laughs> it was a great party. <laughs> some things I don't, some things I don't recall. I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, did you get that fucked up? Huh? Did you get fucked up at the party? I didn't get fucked up. Yo, honestly, like, yo. Alright, so like Who got more fucked up at the party? Nah, no. Oh, it was me. He gotta drive. Yeah. But you have to drive tonight though, right? Oh, no? no. But where's the balance? If he had to drive that night, you have to drive. No, no, no. no. Um because when we get to the place we gotta go, then he'll drink. And I don't know. It's just you have to understand, like, I'm a lightweight. I'm a small body. Where'd you guys end up after the party? Freaking Pasha. Pasha. No, but you ended up somewhere I hate that else. place. Yeah, I hate that place <laughs> too, bro. No, no, no. no. You but brought him listen, over listen. We only went because... Why? Yeah, why'd you go to... No, I'm talking we, about you posted bro, something on uh, Snap. Oh, so we went to Mohegan no, Sun. Mohegan. We went to Mohegan Sun. But before Mohegan, you had to stop at Pasha. We, but yeah, I mean, honestly, we did not... We didn't want to... Um, in my head, I was thinking we were going straight from the party to Mohegan because that's a drive. It's about an hour and five minutes from where we was at. But my close, close, close friends, some of his friends, his brother, like they all wanted to go. We didn't end up doing a toast. So like they wanted to uh, just like spend some time with us like outside of the party. And the whole time we was at the party, we wasn't really partying. We was making sure everything. It seemed like was, that, yeah. You yeah. guys, you guys seem like you definitely like it in retros in retrospect now. So <laughs> I thought something else was going on, but they were busy and like they we were, were so in their busy. own heads. I would do the same thing. It's so funny that I didn't think about that, that about that. But you guys were very very busy. You definitely seem like it's so funny as business owners or as just like curators of the whole thing. You didn't spend a lot of you didn't spend any time enjoying. The party, but yeah. spending a lot of time thinking about how it's going, who's there, yeah. and yeah. business in general. Understand, you know, we it was very risky to do a party where, like, in the middle of um, COVID and stuff. So yeah. we had to be very safe. Uh, we had to make sure people mm. were being conscious of what they were doing yeah. because they were next to other people. Mm-hmm. And also, we had um, people also selling the products because we couldn't just be behind. Now, how long did you guys have this plan for? Because I'm, I'm assuming because it's a one-year anniversary party, you had this plan for a while, but COVID strikes, now you have to change it almost because you Honestly, have to change the... So, I mean, it's been, I think, like a, like a month, you know. Um, we were just planning, planning, planning on it, getting all the, the tools and the supplies. Yeah, but... Um, a lot of it was just like on the go, pretty yeah. much. Like, yeah. listen, yo, 
like her brother, yo, we need like, like the five official people. the official party was planned a month in advance, but I'm assuming like talking about it, you yeah. guys are probably talking about it for a couple months, right? No. For like a year anniversary party. No, no. so like my plan, my plan, even, even like, like six, seven months before, my plans was to have an event with other um, local businesses having a table, also, you know, selling and having a networking event. That's what I wanted. But months before, COVID mm-hmm. was happening heavy. But this is that. almost better because it's just you now. Just yes. you guys. Yes, yeah. definitely. But we didn't think <coughs> that. We we didn't have these plans until honestly like a month before. We, we, re- we really didn't. Mm-hmm. So everything that we did, like we even pushed it uh, like a month late, uh, a week later just to have some more time. We was buying balloons like days before. I saw the, that, yeah. Yo, like, but only days before. We were paying extra, like, like um, one day, two days shipping, which like increases the price of things so much that we had to like push it another week away. And, but it's something that we really wanted to do. But we wanted to be very safe and very comfortable for everyone. And also, we wanted to put a bunch of money into a pre- showing people that we appreciate them when it comes to the gift favors, the balloons, the the new products, um, the the tables, like every single detail we thought for a while, like talking about it within each other, looking at mm-hmm. what we had in the bank account, and yo, know, how much can we really spend, and then yeah, what what we can do. I mean, it took a lot. Did of a lot. It took a lot of. It took a lot of energy. Um, a lot of time consumption and, you know, but to see it all come into place, to come into play, like it was rewarding, you know, so, I mean, that, no, I don't regret anything, I can speak for Lex, but, um, yeah, 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 I mean, I worked at Pasha through two murders, two murders, what? Yes, that's that that's that bullshit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys talk about posture yeah. like this. Nah, I can't and this is someone who went through like nine eleven shit at the house yeah. and like Pasha was just like, oh so Yeah, Pasha's cap. Yeah. You know. I was I mean, I was like after the party, after the anniversary party. I was on demon time. I was trying to go to the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was trying to she practice was, making. You guys had that book, by the way, Mohegan. You guys had that like booked out, planned. Yeah, obviously. yeah. It was, it was booked. It was it was planned um, prior, but yeah. I was trying to skip the posh part and go to yeah. Mohegan. But nah, we really you know, um, she had her friends. So so pretty yeah. much the reason why we went to posh is because like her friends wanted to go to Pasha. My brother, and my boy, seen her friends. Like, all right, boom, set that up. Yeah, it worked for them. I mean, I was tired. but yeah, we, we were, we were oh like gone. But, um, then and, and it's funny because, like, at the party, like, I didn't really see Lex except like twice, like yeah. a couple of times. Like, we were like apart, yeah, you know, which is like very weird. Occupied. Yeah, we were just occupied going around making our runs, yeah, I, introducing I, myself to people. I didn't see you, like, you know. I like I didn't see him. We went up to Lex at the party when we got there. I was like, "Where's Evanette?" She looked at you. She was like, 
look at him. And then, like, <laughs> she was like, look at him. He's so fly. And she was trying to get your attention, and you were just, like, very occupied. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially. Definitely yeah. making your rounds for the, for yeah. probably the whole thing. And, like, especially, like, you know, these are, like, mostly, like, Lexus's friends, you yeah. know? So, like, my, when, my mom, when, when, when my mom, yeah, supporters too. But when my mom came through, it was like, I she don't know nobody. I can't, I have to, like, kind of, like, kid it to her, be, be um, on her side, mm-hmm. by her side, and, and somewhat, so. Yeah, you're you family, know. kid. But, um, yeah, I mean, but then again, it's, it's like, with you, I don't remember, like, talking, I mean, unless I was, like, really, really gone. Like let, unless you unless you thought I was David, which is my boy who was like my lookalike, he's a, he was a DJ. Kind of she thought that well, you. She even thought that um, I was David for a second. Because it was definitely yeah. you, but to be fair, you looked occupied. Yeah, I, I feel remember, like, bro. <laughs> like for me, like I feel like we're the same in the sense that like we have distinctive faces. Like yeah. I know it's you. People know it's me. What, what, I go anywhere out here, it's either and it's annoying, right. and you probably go through the same shit where it's like, this is the, I hate, this I hate the most, is like, oh, you're NY major me. It's like, nigga, I, I'm a barber, or right. I do a podcast. <laughs> Don't call me NY major yeah. me. But I'd rather you be like, oh, you do the podcast, or you do, then it's like, oh, you cut hair, or you do the podcast, or right. you do comedy, or whatever. So we both go, like, everywhere we go, I feel like we have distinctive faces, you guys look busy as fuck and definitely like a lot on your plate. I feel like it, like I've been, I did the, I, I talked to you guys earlier about the Take As Needed podcast. We did an event, we did a comedy event together before we ended up going like Splitsville and shit. And um, same thing, when I did the podcast event with them, we did like a live uh, comedy podcast and like all over the place. So many people, same thing with so many people. I didn't even think of it. So many people who were like, yo, remember I saw you and you talked to me here, there, whatever. And it's like, you you have, you have, uh, the event was from seven to 10 in your right. case. In my, in my case, it was, uh, it was like seven to like 11. So like an hour later and like. You take those couple hours literally to just make sure that the show is going. The show, yeah. the, the show, the show is 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 going the way you wanted it to go. Yeah. So you only have so much time to like really connect with people who are there. Right. In my case, like I'm a partner slash sponsor. You have supporters. You have family going. So you have so much time to legitimately like touch base with all those people. It's true. And, like, for me, like, you know, sometimes, like, I'll, I'll show a face, but I can't recollect every face mm-hmm. I used to, you know? Like, unless we have, like, a really, uh, a, a long duration conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one dude who I won't forget because he came up to me and was on some rebel type shit, you know? So, like, yeah, he's from Mass. It's cool, but, like, his demeanor was just, like, militant. You know, and I felt bad. That's interesting, yeah. But, um, man, but when Lex was like, yo, you have beef with, like, with you, like, Jimmy, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, so we get, we I, didn't gotta, even, I was like, yeah, I didn't even, like, this is talk good, to the dude. This is good po- podcast content. So. Gonna clear the air real quick. Well, this is good podcast content. <laughs> 
You can zoom in my face like the fuck. <laughs> oh man. So I got Corny. to the. So what happened? All right. So fuck. This was before. So you guys started seeing each other in March. So this was in like April, right? right. Yeah. You guys got on the live. This was the first time I seen Lexus. Like, I've I'm, I've been we've been on each other's close friend story on Instagram. Yeah. I knew about Evan. This was the first time Before, you you uh, were like, this was like one of the first times you were like publicly out there yeah, with Evan on, on so IG Live. True. It was like two or three in the morning. That, yo, yes, it was like two, three in the morning when everybody, when everybody was asleep. So, <laughs> and mind you, we're both in our own little like things. Like you were with Evan, I was with my girl, and like I I hopped on um their IG Live at like two or three in the morning. <laughs> And like a hop on, Evan's like, <laughs> and mind you, this, mind you, this is like probably the same reaction I would have. So whether it was busting balls or series or whatever, I hop on the IG live and Evan just like goes into uh, Lex's <laughs> ear and is like, oh, it's your man. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm on my phone and I'm literally like, <laughs> so I, so me being like the comedian I am, I'm just like you guys. I said some sh- probably some shit along the lines of like, "Oh, you niggas is sexy" or whatever like, together, <laughs> and then like just to just break the ice. From there, I'm like, "Fuck!" This thing was set on this live. Like my anxiety kicks in. I'm like, "This thing is set on this live." There's there's some type of like beef or yeah, quote yeah, unquote yeah. beef. We're all like in our twenties and shit. Evan, yeah. how old are you? Like we're all. You're 30? 30, bro. You're yeah. 30. 30. And you just got a fucking head tattoo. <laughs> that shit did not yeah, hurt. Nah. Yo, this I'm nigga's a G. Young. Wow. Uh, this nigga's a G. You're a G. Nah. You got a fucking thank head you, tattoo you. at 30. That's, That's crazy. So I get to the... All right. So fast forward. I get to this party. Me and my girl and, and uh, Lex are like together. And we're like, yo, let's call Evan over here. And Evan, like, he's... Occupied. I didn't think like it's a party. He's occupied. We look at him. He looks at us. He's still talking to like who he's talking to. And I'm like, yo, it's beef. (laughs) (laughs) That's how my mind works. Nah, honestly, I just, I just, you know, we're wearing masks too. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, so pretty much like the back chat to to what you said. It's kind of like, so like when I said like, oh, he's your man's, that's like me being petty. You know, but well, you know from so, all right, so, so but to it be has fair, nothing to do with you though. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was just unlocked. So it was me yeah. and Petty because she does the same thing to me. Oh, hey, your little friends from Oregon, like. But this is good for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Oregon. She reminds she this Portland. <laughs> she goes, oh, your little friend. You know, in Portland, bro, you know everybody everywhere. <laughs> Listen, when you're from New York, when well, you like, say that's huh? a conversation for another time, is that what you just? Said? I think you one sense one sentence about it, right? I, wow. I took I I drew a picture of him right. Uh huh. He shared it on his story. This girl was so like jealous for no reason. Blocked me randomly. So months. Wait, what? Went, a girl from Portland? That's a friend of mine. Yeah, that, right. That, it's one of his friends, right? So randomly. I know one person in Portland. Yo, randomly, I noticed like <laughs> wait, like, yo, yo, she, she's blocked. She wait, blocked is he me. from from uh, Rhode Island originally? Actually, you do know her because you're, you're mutual friends. I don't think we should air it. No, should we air it? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> this is my podcast. I don't think we should air it. Wait, who's this podcast? Huh? Well, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I don't, say know, it. I don't know. 
Christina Giordano. That's like my first yeah. ex. Yeah. That's like my first, like yeah. one of my first real relationships. Yeah, but wow. like. But, oh, let me just say you real quick. Yeah. Which is totally okay. Like, she's very artsy though. Evan probably had nothing with her. That's not my business. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's nothing. But you know, she like we. So if like, you did, it's fine. That's probably nah, like whatever. But I'm just saying, she's very she's a very artsy person though. Yeah, she's very cool. But I didn't know. But did you come across Brolic though? No. But she's also very like. Nah, honestly, you're you're so, so she's white, and you're like. But, you know but, what I mean? My, so my, also, my, you probably come across no, brawling. But I, but I, but but me and him wasn't even out there like yeah. at all. We okay. did nothing. All I did was was drew a picture of him and looked really nice, really beautiful. She blocked me. I didn't even know her until randomly one day, I like, I guess she looked uh, at it. Tried to no, look, no, 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 no. Actually, she she, she 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 posted him as Man Crush Monday, right? So I click on her page. Mm. I couldn't go to her page. I went on Solita, clicked on her page. She probably did like a like a like a pre like a Batman premeditated like let me block before I post. No, no, she didn't. I saw her on Solita's page. Okay. And I have multiple pages. Um, but I'm saying your personal page, the one that you're yeah. blocked on. Yeah, she blocked. She, she probably like page. a premeditated like let me block before yeah. I get like. She blocked. I mean? She just blocked me, but I don't even know the girl, so I hit up him. And I came at him the wrong way. Like, yo, yeah. why is she blocking me? I don't even know her. So I was like the revenge. Like, yo, that's your man. It wasn't revenge. Man's. No. Because like, we, we didn't <laughs> listen, talk about I, it. I didn't, listen, for me, I didn't, know, I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why she, blo- she, she blocked her. Yeah. And towards the end, you know, and she was just like, you know, listen to all that happened. But, you know, but fast forward. You know, that's the best part. So, so when she said, when she said, "Oh, your friend from Portland," you know, that's just her being petty. So, so, so when you hopped on onto the live, I'm like, "Oh, this is your, this is your man. This is me. It's tip for tap. You know, yes. that's all. Of course, nothing against you. Yeah. You know, what I'm feeling. So, thing, so just in case right. she watches this, listens to this, oh it's alright. I'm, I'm totally okay. Just like. Find the f- confidence in you. Don't just be blocking random people. Lex, if you re- if you remember that's well, that's like huh? what literally when when around the time when like me and you first got cool, that was my ex. I dated her at that time. Yeah, she's very cool. listen. Yeah, Christina's Christina is very cool. She's, yeah, she she's is. Cool. She's, she's cool. You guys really would actually cool. be really like cool. good friends, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the tequila is like hitting right now. It's crazy. But you know, but. It's at the night, I, I feel no feelings. Yeah, there's no, there's no Barry Morris, or nothing. But I'm gonna make him a dad, so it's okay. She's gonna make me a dad. But this um, the first sound clip but I'm not. But like at the party, like I, I don't recall. Like maybe it's just for me, too many, me seeing too many, too many faces. Yeah. Especially with the with the, with the mask on, like I don't even you never recall. Meaning, yeah, so like even like for like when Lax. Like for me to like really at a especially at a party to like mm. to remember you, I had to have a conversation with you for at least like two minutes. Feel me? Someone Lex came out came at me. I didn't come. Um, well, she told me like, "Did you talk to Jimmy?" I'm like, "Well, then New like, York, nah. right? Touching back to New York, like that's your man's could come off like ball busting or like beef. It's yeah. almost like like uh." Rubbing the wrong way. It's almost not. Nah, oh my god, this is the most basic like New York thing. Oh, uh, 
Is it is it word? I saw a list of like New York slang, and it was like <laughs> word. Could no bet? Oh bet bet I bet bet could I be bet. like beef, or it's like I right. bet. This could be yeah. like cool, or it could be <laughs> yeah. like yo, this beef. Yeah. So I legit was like, oh, damn. Okay, that's your man's. It's like all right. This nigga yeah, is just yeah. <laughs> But then when Lex told me that, like, you But the different sad thing that you guys, we talked about this last night. Was it last night or the night before? It was like, that. it was the tip for tat thing you explained to me. Like, that's some shit that I would probably do with my girl. Yeah, I mean, I still do it to this day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's your man's? Oh, that's your old guy? Yeah. You know? And realistically, it's like, you were a supporter. I thought you were going to be a rapper. I, I to me it was like you were gonna rap yourself. Your brother raps now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I like thought you so were gonna be the rapper because legit. I don't know why I thought you were gonna be a rapper. Listen, like any type of, I, I like to have different passions. So mm-hmm. like, if I'm not doing one thing, okay, why don't I just keep trying with this until? Are you telling me you were gonna be a rapper? Nah, like, like not so, like not a rapper, but like but an artist, like like an artist in a way that, but it was totally different than what you see, like that you listen to on the radio. Is more something like, okay, I'm gonna do a, a poetry. I'm gonna do a po- poetry. You did do poetry a for a little bit, yeah. So like, do something that's just a little different. Do uh, poetry with more rhythm, and it's like, but it's just not right now. Like with all the time. I feel you. I'm struggling right now with, with uh, for sure. There's some outdoor comedy stuff, just like there's outdoor stuff. There's not a lot. Actually, like, I, I kind of have it easy because there's a lot. There's a few outdoor comedy stuff, but there's not a lot, a lot of outdoor, like, poetry and, like, even just stuff for local artists. I mean, there was probably, like, one to two clicks that would yeah. do some events. Um, AFC 20, Daily Note. Uh, public, not private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I was already ready to start doing my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, pr- you definitely could. Yeah, it's just like it's not right now. Yeah, there was a lot of plans that got terminated slash um, postponed because of how the world's going on right now. So, so aside from the little, it's fun to have little like petty. Hilarious tit for tat. Aside from that, you guys are, you seem like a very healthy relationship. Hell yeah. Yeah, we are. Hell yeah. Pridefully. Yeah, we are. We got a bank account together. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pridefully, respectfully, you know, but, you know, don't get it twisted. No relationship is perfect. Nah, 100%. So, like, but there's there's a difference between being full blown toxic and, and not even. There's a difference between being full blown toxic and just having your little like tit for tat right. or, or your little arguments or whatever. But you guys seem like pridefully, you guys seem like a very healthy relationship that also have the same goals more or less. Yeah, yeah. Like this this relationship, it's I'm telling you right now. Once we started working together, it was like once I knew that we could work together to create together that our purposes became, became shared mm-hmm. that are, he had as much as ambition as I have. And his ideas were like so good and very successful. Like 
when we put into energy into his ideas, I don't want him to go anywhere. So like a long time, like since I'm still learning how to love in a way that so we can last forever, like all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and <laughs> it's it's yeah, uh, this I mean, this relationship is <coughs> fucking beautiful. Yeah, I mean, truly you know, beautiful. We're still learning along the way. Hopefully, like, you know, me entering Alexis as well, you know, and, and in Rhode Island. Hopefully, you know, it'll be the same energy entering my world as in New York City. Oh, fast. Which is, you know, a little more faster. And you're, you're stepping into, a, like, an industry where, you know, it's, it's fast and, you know, it's, it's carelessness. So, <clears throat> you know, I definitely want, you know, just to prepare for that, you know. Um because I just, yeah, just I'm just I'm just going along the way, you know, yeah. just like you know, taking it by storm. So <clears throat> that's 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 what I'm preparing mm. for, you know, for that future. And I have faith because I feel like when I quote unquote met you on the IG live, we had that little boat, that little whatever the fuck that was on the IG live. But even after that, we had fun. We we we, yeah. if you remember well, we definitely like I had my little jokes in there, and we were. We were, we were going a little bit back and forth on, like, the New York stuff. And, like, I feel like you... I, I admired the fact that you came from a different world. And you stepped... And you kind of, like, stepped back. Yeah. When you go from New York to this, you, you're stepping back and, and you're stepping into, like, a slower pace for yeah. her, for for the business. And, like, I, I definitely admired that for sure. So you could definitely tell that, that it's healthy and it's, like, something that you guys are both working hard on. So... That's gonna that definitely inspires people aside from your own story. Yeah, I'm telling you, we he's gonna make his way back to New York with me. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're trying to continue build continue building this foundation in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. So, so, what we have been creating can still have energy here, mm-hmm. moving it into New York, and like I will go anywhere with him. I just think right now is a good time to. Make it just like this. Just make Solita this blow mm-hmm. here, because mm-hmm. this is Solita's city, and there's a lot of opportunities that are given or we created here. Mm-hmm. So let's make it work here. Let's do it here, and then let's move. Let's go to where you want to go, and I'm down for whatever you want to do. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I don't take that for grant for granted at all, because like when we first met, like he was going right back. Even when COVID happened, like, he was going to be going back. Mm. But, like, he's, I know he's saying because Solita and for me, this relationship and the plans that we have put together. And right now, we are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right I now, mean, we are here. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I grew up, you know, when you start something, you don't, you know, not finish it, you know? So, like, why is, why, why? I moved to New York and not stick it out here, you know, work on this business with Lex. And, you know, just trying to, just like this podcast, you know, just like what you're doing, trying to build legacy, you know, uh, whether it's for something or for somebody. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, and, that, and you know, it's just more so like, you know, not putting any limitation on your on your path, you know. So, like, taking, you know, Salita on a bigger pedestal mm-hmm. uh, with, 
if it's L.A., New York, uh, or wherever, wherever, you know, Egypt, I don't know, but you know, it, it's just you know, it just, it's just seeing the potential and where it can go. You know, that's, that's that's pretty much it. And you know, as long as like you know, like you said, the relationship is healthy, um, you know, the work is healthy, uh, we can you know just take it wherever we want it, take it by storm, pretty Re- much. I mean, realistically, relationship wise. Personally, like between the both of you as lovers, that seems healthy. Business wise, that seems very, very healthy. You guys can conquer anything. Yeah. I'm cute as fuck. I mean, like I'm soft. <laughs> People know that I'm soft. Tender, no, I'm joking. Now we're all out there. We're, we're all soft. So I feel like you guys could definitely conquer. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like we were talking about earlier. I mean, it's just looking at the outlook of like Rhode Island. You know, there's no longevity within these like creative, uh, creative institutions. Uh, I'll, I'll say uh, that's one thing I'll say. Not to interrupt you, but like that's one thing I'll say like out loud right now. Like, I don't fuck with the fact that in Rhode Island, it's like if you try to do things outside of Rhode Island, the outside of Rhode Island, there becomes a specifically the city of Providence. There becomes an unnecessary like hate. Like the sense of like knocking whoever is trying to like do something outside of Providence, I've never respected that. I've never like, and I and I would hope that as a city, I'm not from here, but I've spent a lot of time, uh, a good amount of time here at this point in my life. I'm I'm gonna be 27 when you guys are listening to this. I'm gonna be 27. Um, I've been here since I was 18. I spent a good portion of my life here. I don't like the fact that. If you if you're from Providence, if you try to accomplish something outside of Providence that you may have built here, there's there becomes a sense of hate or or knocking from the outside because it's like oh that person's trying to do this out here uh, in New York or in in Boston or in North Carolina or whatever. Now it's like oh this person left Providence, they're they're fake or. Or whatever, and it, I don't fuck with that. I think we need to get yeah. rid of that. I think that if somebody wants to grow outside of wherever they're from, then because that doesn't happen in New yeah. York. Like I'm from Harlem, I'm from Washington Heights. Like originally, like I still have those people supporting me. And in Providence, it doesn't feel like the same. It feels like if, yeah. if you do something outside of Providence, there's like that, like oh, this person went over there. Fuck them. Yeah, it's like kind of like a loss of trust or <clears throat> or whatever. I mean, I lost my 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 best friend, you know, yeah. uh, when I moved out there. To New York, and it, it sucks, but you, know, you become numb to it, and mm-hmm. you kind of overlook a lot of those. Like, and I'm sure Lex would go through it too. Like, like I'm making an assumption, but this is based off of experience. This is based yeah. off. I, you're not the first person I've heard of go through that, and like, you could move to North Carolina, and I'm sure people will be like, "Oh, Lexus went Hollywood, or or so, something along those yeah. lines." Like, Evan, yeah. what Evan went through, and it, I don't, I don't fuck with that. I've never fucked with that. That's something very yeah. Providence esque. People, people do out here where, where definitely, I'm not labeling everybody, but like most people out here, I've heard of that where people will be like, oh, you're, do, you're you leave Providence, you do something outside of Providence. It's like, oh, this person went Hollywood or whatever. And like yeah. they're not, they, they, you know, they shitted on Providence or they, they, they don't fuck with Providence because they went somewhere else to try to accomplish this. And it's like, yo, this is the creative capital. But you can blossom into somewhere else and do this somewhere else and try to grow whatever you're doing, whether you're a musician or, or any type of artist or you, you know, you're just a business owner in general. 
you have that right to blossom somewhere else. Exactly. And this is one of the reasons why I made sure that I I I created things that will stay in Providence exactly. and Rhode Island no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like my scholarship, Bloom Wager Planted Scholarship is only for Rhode Island students and also one of the reasons why I did it is because before I give out to the world, I need to give back. And that's not going to change. Even if I'm, you know, from a, in a different coast, it's, it's always going to be here. And once the money isn't a problem or is, is just there that I can't count, like there's going to be more things that we are going to do as the owners of Solita to re- revitalize our our community because we're entrepreneurs. I feel like that's what we need to be doing. As long as you're, you know, doing something, at least for me, because a lot of different Providence people, institutions brought me into the person that I am today. So, like, me doing things like the scholarship and also trying to create a business with a storefront here that that that's my that's my piece, but I want to do that everywhere. It's it's not just my hometown. So and I I I just I just understand it. Mm-hmm. I totally understand it. But I don't, if anybody feels like I hate it, like if I leave, if if I bring my wealth somewhere else, <laughs> that's on them. No, <laughs> because of course. that's on them because it, mm-hmm. that you you're not. Looking close enough. At to the see end exactly of the day, I know doing. you don't give a fuck, and I know exactly. that realistically, like you shouldn't. And I know Evan doesn't. I wouldn't, but I'm just calling it out how I see it. Like no, I, no, this I, is every week, it is. I I try to just be as real as fucking possible. This is my outlet to be as real as possible, and it's like that's something that I haven't spoken on yet, and Evan reminded me of, and I'm glad you did. Like that's something that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, to me, that's just as simple as that. Like that's something that shouldn't be a thing. That's something that pisses me off. No, and I, and I totally and totally totally understand, but I definitely chose to do certain things that because it's something that I truly wanted to do, mm-hmm. and ever I I grew up here, and I wouldn't be certain parts of me wouldn't be the same if mm-hmm. I didn't grow up here. So the things that I'm doing with Solita, like legit, the first day that I created the website is the first day that I started the scholarship because I knew. Not even knowing if the money was going to be coming in, 5% goes to that scholarship for someone who went through something like I did from my city. Because I know I'm not the only person who went through the same thing and still was positive, still um, it was Im- involved involved in their community. So it's like, that, that, that's, my, that's my part. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel like I needed to so no matter where I, I go, if anybody feels some ter- some type yeah, of I mean, way, that's on them. I mean, you know, not like people hating is like it's part of the it's part of the nature of like having a business, and that's yeah. why like I don't put my name on so much, is because I feel like when you put your name on a lot of things, because people know it's you, they're not gonna support as opposed to like if you're anonymous, you know. So that's why like I'm not. Too flashy. I don't really post too much in my story. You're very low key. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, very low key. Um, and for me, that's just the way. That's just the choice I, I choose. I, I choose to like live. And very low key. No one really knows what I'm doing. 
I just move in silence, you know, and yeah, for me, like, that's where I get my peace, you know, but like, yeah, I mean, like, according to Rhode Island, like, yeah, there has been a few people that I reached out to just to collab with Solita, and, um, you know, I, I get, you know, they blow smoke, or they just don't respond, which is cool, like, I, I like, I don't, I don't mind, you know, for me, it's just like, I, right, you're not gonna respond to me, boom, we got Rhode Island uh, monthly, you know, um, Oh, you're, 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 not, you're, you're, not, you're not gonna respond to me. Boom! I've got another magazine on the way. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like looking at, um, like I said earlier, looking at the bigger picture. It's it's kind of like we want to work with you guys, but like if you know if you guys don't want to work with us, I'm it's okay. No hard feelings. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm numb to it. But you know, we're still gonna strive to where we want to be. You know, so like, I mean, if if we were to feel any type of way, we'd not be here on this podcast. You know, with Jimmy, the man of the hour. You know what I'm saying? What time was it? The cook. His breath is in one hour, but, you know, like. Is it? Whatever. But, you know, like. I want the eggs. I mean, but, I mean, we're still going to work twice as much. We're built different. And, you know, we're just going to keep striving. Like, I mean, I mean, I ain't got to say too much about that. You know, the vibes, you know, I know my body. That's it, right? Yes. Let's get it. That's it. Oh my God. Let's go. That's beautiful. And that's fact, though. Aside from, I'm I'm gonna pick it before I make my my little like insert and then close this out. I'm gonna pick at you guys one last time. Is there anything else, sneak peeks or anything that you want to let anybody know about? Any plan? Any future plans? You want to let anybody know about before we close this out? We're going hard this fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. This fourth quarter, we go. It is the fourth hard. quarter of the year. It is. Yes. Yes. That's, that's We're what, going hard. I mean, that's how you find out what a true champion is. Yes. Fourth quarter. Uh, you know but, what? But but I will say this, and I don't know if I'm, if I can say this or not. But, but, this is a podcast, so but, remember what I told yeah, you. Yeah, it's I like whatever. But um, now like um, beginning to look out. I mean, we're we're touching um, real estate, you know. Yes. In uh, North Providence, so um, being a lookout for that, and just look out for more press, you know. Um, coming to a store near you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll say I'm not gonna say too much. I'll I'll tell you after. Okay. When the cameras are done, all right, sure. And then next week I'll be like. I Guess what? <laughs> and then I'll be like, I can't tell you. <laughs> no, it's coming soon, but there's gonna be a. Big change to Salita. Good. Good. A big Keep change. Keep them waiting. That's fine. A I'm not going to say change. shit. I'm not going to say shit. All for the better. All for the better. Big change. Good. All right. So <laughs> before we close it out, I'm going to give my shout outs to them at the very, very end. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys know that I released a long sleeve to support the podcast, and I am partnering with the Armenia Fund, to su- to support um, anybody going through what is happening in Armenia and Artsakh. Um, ha- when, you're li- when you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast on October 21st, it'll be the last day. I'm going to make it so that it's literally until midnight, October 21st. This is going to be my, my birthday, my 27th birthday. I couldn't ask for a better birthday present than to cop a long sleeve and half of all proceeds, um, half of all sales will be going to the Armenia fund to 
um, to donate to anybody going through this crisis in Armenian Artsakh. If for those who don't know, do your do your own research. Don't just listen to this podcast. Just like I didn't just um, listen to my girl, listen to my boss, who who those close to me may know. I work for I, I work for an Armenian. Um, I did my own research and understand what is happening in Armenia, understand what is happening in Artsakh. And um, <clears throat> don't let another Armenian genocide happen. Don't let an, an, not just another Armenian genocide happen, but an, another Armenian genocide go unrecognized. Um, cop the shirt. If you don't cop the shirt, even just donate, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just donate in your own way. If you don't cop the shirt, go to the Armenia Fund. Donate. Um, do your own research. Spread awareness. What is happening is not right, and it's happened before. And to prevent another case of why did we let this happen, do your own research and figure out what is going on and figure out what you can do to prevent it. It has been wonderful to have you guys. Yeah. I'm hoping to do this again. I mean, you guys are partners of this podcast, so this is bound to happen sometime soon. And I hope next time we can talk about what what more tattoos are going to be on the dome, Pete. The the magnificent. Yo, show them one more time, bro. Like, just flex it real quick. Flex. Let's go. Can't even see. The camera's not that way. The camera's that way. Nah, but you could definitely see it. I, I know the angle. It's I know cool. the angle. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Lexus, Evan, thank you for coming by. Next time we'll have. I I I'm confident that we'll have more great news, and I'm confident that uh-huh, there yeah. will be more. There there will be more great things to talk about. So, cop the soap, cop the motherhood sets, cop the beardhood sets, cop the body polish, cop <laughs> cop cop. Yes. Use promo code Jimmy's Diner at checkout. Just, let's go. <laughs> they work way too fucking hard, and it's awesome. Take it from me. Take it from this beard. I'll catch y'all on episode 46. Until then, this has been Jimmy's Diner. Check out Solita Soap for the very last time. Happy birthday to Jimmy. My name is Jimmy. What the fuck?